advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. So if I can meet anybody behind a Denny's and fight him, it'd be Clark Robkin. <laughs> you found it, huh? Dug yeah. it up. Yep. I think you're going to feed him a moons over my hammy in mm-hmm. his butt. Yep. Bobkin. That's impressive. Clark Bobkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. What's impressive? Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm impressed. Me too. Thrilled. Hmm. You got a good fight multiplier fighting behind it, Danny. Because <laughs> why? Just, I mean, just sheer atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're not going behind a Denny's. Like, I mean, like, the Denny's by my house is sort of an exception because behind the Denny's is just the parking lot of the CVS because it's at the front of the parking lot yeah. in general. So there kind of is no behind the Denny's. But if there's a behind the Denny's, nothing good's going on back there. No. Yeah, it's like, meet me out back. Like, the meet yeah. me out back thing is like, you know, not out front, meet me out back. Yeah. It's extra. Yeah. It's just going down. tend to be, you know, tend to be near freeways and bus stops and... I mean, it's definitely at night. There's like a you know dishwasher I mean? and a sure. bus boy. They got like a towel yeah. hanging off their belt. They're wearing yeah. fucking smocks, smoking cigarettes on their yeah. break. Yeah. And they're cheering you guys on. You can see them screaming in slow-mo. Yeah. For sure. I'll be in, I'll be in my pajamas. <laughs> well, it matter. While Brad stomps on Clark Robkin. <laughs> and you're getting post-fight food from the oh, yeah. the abbrevi- abbreviated, more expensive menu that only comes yeah. out that, that night. The loser has it to pay, It only comes too. out at night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the loser totally has to pay, even yeah, if you get to take their pay. wallet. Yeah. Well, well that's the how they're paying. Is, well, the best thing is when they're laying on the ground, like, if you take the wallet out of their pocket and then grab cash, <laughs> and like if and then you like just throw the wallet back on them and only take enough cash for your moons over Miami, and then just mm-hmm. throw the rest of the cash down on his bloodied face. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah, not so robbing you. you. You're just paying for my food. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's still robbery after assault and battery. Nah. <laughs> nah. Not if it's moons over my like what judge? I mean, the judge is gonna and then you're gonna say moons over Miami, and the judge is gonna be like, next case. I want yeah. the, yeah, the grand all American. What's the American Grand Slam or whatever. Uh, Grand Slam. Yeah, yeah, I think a judge let you offer a Grand Slam too. Yeah. It's like you have to decode that to get the real deal though. You walk into Denny's and the windows are covered in like $1, $2, $3, all these meals and you sit down and you're just like, how did I pay $12 for breakfast just now? Wasn't there like Uh a bunch of $3 shit on the window? You got to know what you're saying. They hide that shit in the menu. Mm -hmm. You got to get the special menu from behind the jelly. You can get a $2 coffee at Starbucks too, but you end up paying $12 for one. (laughs) Is it really you know. a $2 coffee? I doubt yeah, it. Just like a black coffee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's my, like two, two forty five or whatever. Two sixty five or something. Yeah. yeah. Not quite two. Well, I mean, a couple of water. It's not into or the two. threes. You know what I mean? Good point, sir. <sighs> Whereas a mocha is like $6. 
you know. Once on a blue moon, I have a taste for like a, a soy latte or something like that, and I get it, and I'm just like, oh my fucking god, that costs how much money? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. But Dave, you're yeah. still gone. You keep going to COVID meetings and just licking hands instead of shaking them. That's right. <laughs> That's how I roll. We're, we're, we're oh, your dick's got COVID. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, yeah. It's just it's all uh, weird in law in-laws with covid bumping you're, into each other and you're on the wrong side of the in-laws that's right well my sister <laughs> legit has it right now like, how's she doing she's doing all right she's on like fucking day 10 she doesn't know she has a fever because she doesn't have a goddamn thermometer then she said i keep trying to take my temperature but it's too low to register what do you mean it's too low to register it's she's just sticking low. her tongue on the outdoor thermometer yeah, on the she's patio got a, she's got a fucking meat thermometer Oh, that's not gonna work. <laughs> Unless she puts it in her butt. <laughs> yeah, it starts at like fucking. It starts like at one fifty or so. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. If you register on the meat thermometer, you're like minutes from death. So I might be but, sick, yeah. but I'm not medium rare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she's she's pretty sick. Like she's my other sister is like all panicking and like she needs to, she needs to get oxygen. She needs to go to the hospital because oh, if she like gets up and like moves around a lot or if she bends over, she says, no, I have like, I have to stop and like stand up and like really force some. Breath. So it's a real, it's a real problem for her though. There's both things she has to do a lot. Bending right. over. Yeah. yeah. Moving, yeah. Her, moving around. Yeah. So she's like, but no, she's, she's pretty sick. She's got a fever. No, no taste, no smell, you know, hmm. but she, and she, li- I mean, she lives in a pretty secure bubble as well, except her job is she's a she stocks greeting cards at Target and she is a price scanner for grocery stores. No. So there you have it. Can't be there. Nope. And I heard it's like hell right now if you weren't already on unemployment that you have to call like four thousand times or something. Yeah. Like that the phone will just ring forever. Like you can't actually get through to figure out what's going on. So it was with the first wave, but yeah, anyway, every every fucking family member I know has it, so I'm doing my best to not get it. Well, that's good. I've been like licking door handles since day one. Yeah. Yeah. So far. You need a shirt that says that. <laughs> licking door handles since day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2020. Um, we have a hot sack winner. Who's that? Um before I say who it is, I should probably explain to you exactly what a hot sack is. Oh. So <laughs> if you, you couldn't see it, Dave. That was, that was I had hilarious. my microphone prepped next to the mystery box. I was ready to yeah. I was ready to ding ding. He was ready. And then and then as soon as you said that, he's like, oh, and he flipped it back up to his face. Like Well then. Yeah. Oh man. That was so good. What, what happens is our sponsor, El Yucateco Hot Sauce, King of Flavors in 1968, mm-hmm. pays uh <laughs> dividends they they send us swag right like right, yeah. hot sauce t-shirts uh things like that mm-hmm. um, flip-flops and sunglasses and then what yeah. we do is every week someone in social media does something with el yucateco and worthy we give them a hot box or a hot sack if it's worthy yeah so i thought i would explain that so i i didn't know if you two knew what it was i didn't catch it but it's fine it's okay i'm not paying attention most of the time anyway so this week, it goes to old Rainbow Britches, Kristen Hensy. Mm-hmm. I think it's just Hens. He likes to put the E on the end. We've yeah. had this conversation many times. 
No one really knows. She doesn't know technically. Yeah, no. Yeah, because she doesn't know her parents. No. I mean, let's just get the the firefighters. That's where she was found. Mm. You know, right at the station. Hmm. But she posted a. That picture. could be real. Is that why she's a whore? <laughs> I mean, a... it could be related. Yeah. Uh. Related. She posted a picture of a uh, one of those bizarre multicolored bagels with uh, El Yucateco on it. Which Brad and I, at the same time, we're like talking about hot sack, and we're like, "That's the one." Which yeah. it's probably terrible for you. It can't be good, right? That's that's definitely not wholesome. There's like this is food coloring. It's all the M M&M and M colors yeah, that they have to take out because of cancer. It was pretty cool though. I it looks it. super cool. Yeah. I can't believe I it gets like, oh, to be wow. that bright and red. That's why I'm like, it just can't be that good for you. Yeah. No, I saw it and I said, "Oh, if we don't have a hot sack winner, like that, that'd be a good contender." It made me think of the movie Hook. Yeah. All the food on the table in Hook yeah. is like crazy Play-Doh colors, like that. Yeah. As long as, she, as long as she doesn't share the shit we give her with the. Fucking Irish fuck. <laughs> Whatever that guy's name is. Uh, it's Terrence McKenna. McCullough. Is it? No. McKenna is, that's a psychedelic crazy guy. You don't know, but it's Terrence McCullough, I think. Terrence McCullough? I think that's right. I think I'm saying it right. Huh. He pronounces it. Yeah. Me lucky charms. I've got to polish the buckles on my shoes. Yeah. You see this fancy rock over here? That's yeah. That's how he talks. It's fucking annoying. So Kristen Hensy huh. rhymes with fancy. Get a mm-hmm. hot sack. Um, for posting on social media, and if you want to get engaged with us on social media, then by all means do so, and you might win yourself a hot sack and get. And by engaged, out. he means like like posting stuff, yeah. not actually engaged. Yeah, no, don't drop. Don't drop the question. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. Keep putting it off. Yeah. Yeah. Two of us are married and two of us aren't interested. So I'll let you do the math. <laughs> <laughs> figure, figure out how that works. That's confusing. <laughs> so I guess it all depends on who it is. You right? know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a fair spread. Yeah. I think I get yeah. it's a fair spread for every encounter. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that sounds that's good. I like that. <laughs> so um we also like to thank our Patreons. Uh, as we mentioned last week, uh, the patrons are the ones who uh, help us uh, keep our bells ringing. Mm-hmm. Our glasses clinging. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Our birds singing. Yep. Our chickens winging. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, now you're just going too far. Oh. Yeah. Because you should have said our ding-a-linging. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see what you're doing. Yeah. But uh, we want to thank Our packets you. pinging. That was a computer nerd one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> you just wait, man. Once I go full Talladega, you can't stop me. So uh, if you're interested in supporting us on, on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com black slash podcast. Give us as little as a dollar and you get our bonus episodes. If you up the ante, then you get early episodes. You get live video streams, which is a really cool community of people um, every week. Uh, you get extra bonus shit and T-shirts and glasses and all kinds of cool stuff. So it's definitely worth uh, checking out. And uh, one of them is Giovanni Sierra. Hmm. The name sounds like backwards and gender reversible. Like, when, well, what Giovanni Sierra? Like that it way, just it, sounded, it's male. It just sounded like a stripper. No, but if you flip it the other way, it's Sierra Giovanni. Mm. See, sexy. Then it's an Italian chick. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. stripper. Oh uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's reversible. likes ones. Yeah, yeah, likes ones. Guys, yeah, there, there's stripping going on either way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a their their middle name is Pole. I know that regardless. Of <laughs> it. 
Yeah. Our second patron is simply named Bug. Old Bug. Yeah. That sounds like he's like the little fat kid in your group. <laughs> What's up, Bug? Bug. Hey, yeah. hey, Bug. Hey, Bug. Yeah. Don't start the movie. Bug's not here yet, man. Yeah. I want to say we've always late. Out, Bug's always late. <laughs> I want to say we've shot out Bug before because I remember saying that he's my favorite micronaut and no one had a clue what I was talking about. I still don't. I still uh, don't. He said Tick. You know, oh, is that from the show uh, Tick? No. Oh, I still don't. Oh. It's from Micronauts. And it's How many strikes Bugs. do I get? What the hell are Micronauts? It's a comic book. Oh. Yeah. It's a set of toys with a comic book based upon it in the 80s. Hmm. And the 70s, 80s, 90s. Actually, I, know the, I know the Octonauts. I thought it had show. I thought it had to do with you make a sailboat in a bottle. It's the yeah. little knots, the Micronauts. I mean, that'd be hard. Yeah. How did is that real? Do they do that? I don't know, man. With but sticks and shit. I'm not impressed do. easily, and that shit's fucking impressive. I remember seeing a video where yeah. the guy like pulls the last string and all the fucking little masts and sails uh, come up and shit. Yeah, I'm impressed. Like they're gluing it with tweezers I'm and stick. Who's thought of doing that fucking shit? Know. People do crazy things. There's those guys that sculpt the end of the pencil lead. Yeah, and then you have to look at it in a microscope, and it's fucking right. George Clooney. You're like, yeah. wow, that's impressive. That's, you got too much time that's on a your bust hands. of George Clooney. Yeah, that's called pre Netflix. Yeah. Or post-COVID. I don't know. What. Yeah. Then we have uh, <laughs> Alex Fant. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. we do this one too? I feel uh, like some of these have come back. You know, the, the glitches that, you know, I shouldn't put it out there, but if they canceled. Oh, yeah. Know, and then yeah, they yeah. came back. back on the True. List, right? yeah. True. I wish we had more or time to I think, do it. I think if they upgrade too, it goes, it, it says, you know, like it goes well, again. Yeah, we'll get a yeah. message. It'll mess us up. Yeah. We should be able to shame them for leaving, you know, but we just don't have enough yeah, time to do, do it. That. it. Things happen, yeah. you know. You like, might get tired of us. Right. Depends. I've left a couple times. It depends. You have, you know? actually. Yeah. I mean, you might it have happens. only become a patron to get the love of your father, and now you're getting the love of your father, so you're like, well, fuck it, I'm going to cancel. And then, uh, boom, he's gone. Exactly. Yeah. And then you don't realize all of a sudden he doesn't love you anymore. Yeah. And it wasn't all it was chopped up to be really. Your dad kind of sucked. Yeah. You know? Unless yeah. you give back to Patreon and then you're like, oh, I guess he wasn't all that bad. And he really does love me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's He's a, not an it's asshole. It's a devastating move. And yeah. then we have Tracy Clendenin and then and then so many ends. Yeah. Here come the unstand up. (laughs) (laughs) She's a lyrical gangster. That's what's up. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Thank you to uh, our favorite reversible male female pole in the middle stripper, (laughs) our favorite micronaut, um, Alex, who we really didn't say anything at all interesting about, and then no. the Clendenin, and then and, <laughs> no. And, well, there's nothing. There's nothing uh, interesting about Alex Fand. I mean, his, really his name, just, his last name, is like half of a name. Even he's like they stopped. Launching point to a discussion about Patreon politics. That's true. Yeah. He's always starting shit. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah, he's the opposite of the Dosecki's man. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. He's the most boring, the world's man most the world. boring man. Yeah. There you go, Alex. Yeah. yeah. There you go. We probably said something great last time. I know we said it before. Have we? Yeah. Tracy Clendenin's It's been around a long time too. <laughs> you yeah. can't get away from that now. No. Uh-uh. That's gonna be a trigger. Murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna say? <laughs> Triggered. Yeah. What'd you call me? Huh? You heard me. Yeah. Snickers. Favorite <laughs> candy bar. Pretty good. Yep. 
Um, yeah, Twix. So there's two of them, the Twix. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hey, that's They're how both. they get you. Is there? Yeah, because you're standing there in the aisle looking at the candy. You're like, I don't really know what I want. And like the huh. Twix and the Reese's, like, have Reese's? Two of them. <laughs> no wonder you said Hincy. Yeah. Reese's. They have, they have that's what edge. I call my daughter. Yeah. So there's two of them. Huh. There's one Snickers. Well, it's what they. It's why they started doing two Butterfingers. The king size is now two. Like it's like two smaller ones. Nice try, Butterfinger. Three, three Musketeers is two. Which that's I probably should be three serving size. Probably yeah. to yeah, get away with some nutritional does fact. Does need to be three. That's just that's yeah. Fucking basic. It should be three. It should be the king size, but up into three. Yeah. That's basic Wonkomatics yeah. right there. Yeah. That's- <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know. Who so am I? Our- Topic today is one I had never heard of. That's I I found to be uh, pretty interesting um, in the realm of uh, UFOs and alien sightings and all that sort of stuff. And I've probably never heard of it because it took place in freaking uh, in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Yeah. Um, but it's a pretty fascinating case, and it it. The stuff that I look for in an interesting UFO case, like it's got a lot of it. It's got like a real hot shit expert who researches it. It's got multiple eyewitnesses. It's got people who stand nothing to gain. It's got people who weren't inundated by popular culture about what aliens should look like. It's not quite cookie cutter. There's like some weird shit going on. And it's, it's like consistent over time. And like, it's like, and it's like at the, right at the beginning of the internet, you know, right yeah, before yeah, yeah. the internet got real big. And it wasn't real big in rural Zimbabwe. You know no, for mean? sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Even though they're way behind, like X Files was probably on in '94, but they weren't catching it in Zimbabwe. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, no, they like, had their, they were working on their bobsledding at the right. time. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like close enough to a lot of alien encounters that, it gives it some credibility, but it's like just different enough to make it interesting. I don't know. It's, it's I think it's like one of those the, things that make you go, hmm. You know? It is. All of the the UFO uh, the UFO stuff that we've covered. This is probably one of the most compelling that I feel like. Like I, I believe these fucking kids. Oh, like there's sure. some of that shit where you're like, oh, I don't know, goblins out by the farm and everybody's shooting. I think those hillbillies got drunk. You know, <laughs> like there's a bunch of stuff where you're like, mm, two people saw it and it's kind of questionable. This is like a ton of kids saw it. They all have the same descriptions. They draw the same fucking pictures. There's like real fear. Like you get to see the interviews as a child. And then now enough time has passed that you get to see the interviews with the adults. And they're like, yeah, that shit happened. Like, I don't know what the fuck that was, but it was a little fucking alien gray. Like, it's Dave's nightmare. And they drew yeah. it with crayons. Oh, I totally forgot to watch that video with the adults. Um, I mean, it's just, it's crazy how much they look similar still. Like, you can tell, like, that's right. that kid. But, man, they just, they say, like, if one guy said if he could go relieve, uh, relive any experience in his life, absolutely that would be the experience. Because um, he'd probably, he'd, he could go get more detail. Yeah, he could yeah. probably pay more attention yeah. and not be so scared because he was a kid. But like, and then their descriptions, I mean, we'll get into it, but it's like they all had like the same takeaway, like some telepathic message of. It's a crazy one, man. It's a crazy, crazy case. It's so a trip. It's September 1994. Um, I want to say it was 62 children. The number kind of varied a little bit. I got that. Yeah. A lot of them said over 60. Some said 61. Some said 62. Um, It was 62. And then there were 61. They took one with them. No, no, they didn't. 
the they call it the the Rua UFO incident because it was outside of the town of Rua. Uh, Rua. Um, is how you actually pronounce it. It's mm. the Al Pacino of space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Zal, Zal Pacino. Again, Robert, Robert De Niro, I think you mean. Mm. Yeah. Brad Pitt. So not getting things like way out of, out of sequence, but it's also like the very shortly thereafter, they, they were interviewed on film, like within days of it happening. It was like the following day they had to yeah. draw pictures and people started talking to him. And then that right. guy, Mac or whatever, shows up in some weird series of coincidental events yeah, that he was just going to beat the guy, the perfect guy you would want to be yeah. there. Yeah, like there. The, the expert, the most authoritative, like that's the guy. And he happens to be inbound to South Africa. Or his to name's Africa. Mac, like the alien. Uh, his, really? I can't think of his first true. name. His last name's Mac. Yeah, his last name was yeah. His, no, his first name is Mac. His last name is In Me. Oh, weird. Huh. Mac In Me. That's right. Um, <laughs> so the on September sixteenth, nineteen ninety four, I'm at a place called the Aerial School, and most people like most articles refer to it as the Aerial School encounter. Um, it's spelled like the, the mermaid, not like the sky. Right. Yeah. It looked like. Um, the locals referred to it as the Rua UFO incident, but uh, the Yankees call it the aerial school encounter, but it's a private elementary school. It's about 20 miles outside the capital city of Harare. Um, and it's, uh, I'm guessing the students there were all of like decent income. It seemed so, um, to be honest. Yeah. yeah it seemed like it was a, a wealthy school. It's a uh, private school. I mean, yeah, it is a private school, but I don't know. I mean, that might be more common in other places, a private school that isn't just for the rich. I have no idea. Um, but the, the main reason I assumed it was a wealthy school is because years later, when the documentarian is trying to track them down, like none of them live there. Like right. They all live in the UK and in England and in wherever. So it's like, I had a feeling that like their parents probably worked for some corporation that was stationed there. So the kids went to school there and then it's, it felt like one of those kind of a deals. And then once their contract was up, they moved back to the UK or Germany or, or whatever. Cause otherwise I couldn't figure out why every single, all of the 60 children, one of the children still lived in the same area. That's some of them area. died too. Some of them are yeah. dead now. Yeah. Just did a, what's going on in the area hmm. um so at about 10 15 a.m uh the children who were between five years old and 12 years old um were playing in a field that's next to the school and it sounded like it wasn't really the school's property and there was sort of like a a, a hedgerow that you didn't go past because that's where all the africa will kill you shit lived it seems to be the playground it's just like the grass area of the playground like i saw aerial footage and shots and they go through documentaries that show the recent school um and they show them all sitting out there so it's like the playground but for whatever reason it's not fenced in you're like man aren't there lions and shit gonna get you like fucking crazy snakes there was like all these kids were outside unsupervised because there was a staff meeting just fucking running around in africa with no fence right i was like that doesn't seem okay even if they had a fence it would have to be like a fucking 10 foot fall like tall concrete fence with fucking barbed wire to keep an, a lion out you know can't have a fucking well, it, said that fence. The, it said that the section right next to it where all the weird stuff happened was somewhere that no, the kids never went because there were tons of thorn bushes, poisonous snakes, poisonous spiders, 
and it wasn't fenced off from the rest of the schoolyard, but all the kids knew you not don't go. go. Yeah. I mean, A, if it's a bunch of freaking thorn bushes, you're not going to go in there and play anyway. But B, that's where the spiders and snakes are. So, uh-huh. um, so they suddenly notice three silver balls soaring in the air above the school. And it caught their attention because they were flashing red, like red bursts of light would disappear. And then one of the accounts was that they would, there'd be a red burst of light and then they wouldn't be there anymore. And if you looked around, you would see that they were now somewhere else in the sky. So like the red bursts of light were super travel or portals or teleportation or something um, or cloaking devices, and there were more than three. Or, but every time there was a the flash of light, the ship would disappear, and then you would spot it somewhere else in the sky. It's so weird because, like, if in fact it is another species that's so technologically advanced, like, why all the fucking crazy light shows and play and zigzag? Like, why would you not have an agenda? Like, you're going to travel light years to get here, thousands or hundreds of light years to get here, and then you're going to pop around all fucking crazy, flashing your fucking lights, land on a playground to tell some kids about a fucking dystopian future and fucking warn them about technology and then zip back out a thousand light years away. I don't know, it doesn't man, seem very well planned. Like, and every time you see them, they're shooting around well, and going in fucking weird angles I mean, and popping in and out of fucking time and space. Just because they're aliens and they're doing light speed travel doesn't mean they're smart, you know? I mean, I mean, I feel like it does, but why? Like, well, or is I mean, it the think nature about, of the, uh, we just don't understand. Think about like, if, interdimensional. Think about if if we as humans came upon like, oh, we found a planet and there's fucking aliens on it or whatever, and we get there and we tell them some shit. But we like, would have a be landing like, site. We would like, make a straight trajectory. That's because that's our. Yeah, that's technology. what we do. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know. It's like, it seems like if you don't want this, like full disclosure and you don't want the human race, if, they, if they're telling the fucking government, we can't have disclosure yet, your race isn't ready for it, then turn your fucking headlights off and fucking quit having a light show and fucking well, pop I mean, around schools and shit. the fucking radar jamming equipment so that the government doesn't see them and who gives a fuck if the locals do. Like the, yeah, know, it's just weird to me. In order for us to completely cloak and jump through space time in our localization field that makes all Ameri- you know, all uh, Earthling vehicles and detection devices not see our craft, but from the ground, you would see red flashes of light as our craft moved from place to place. Maybe their favorite song just came on the radio and they can't help it. Uh, maybe. They're like, Unsta like, was secret, but we like to party. And then they just fucking, unch, unch, and they can't flash the lights to fucking hitting the horn. And fucking let, let their hand off the wheel. Yeah, they couldn't like, help Pay it. attention. Keep your eye on the sky, bro. Hmm. No? But I think, I mean, I don't know. The, the A number one thing is you're applying human logic to what is potentially an alien. Yeah. I thought yeah. about it mid like sentence. I was like, yeah, but it's fucking, who knows what that technology is. It has to flash in and out because it's you an interdimensional it. thing and yeah. it's right. phasing. Right. But even their, their method of like uh, locomotion, like there's multiple reports of them bouncing around like they're on the moon. Mm-hmm. Like, what is happening? Helium man. Like yeah. what is going on? Why do you walk like a balloon? It's so weird. So one of the, the UFOs um, and all of them just said they were just silver orbs, right? Yeah, there, some of the descriptions in the drawings, though, it was more saucer-like. Okay, but I guess if you were looking straight up at it, or depending on what, what, how you're looking at that circle, it would look like a circle. Barb, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they said that they said that one descended down to land, and that it was surrounded by a bunch of little tiny ones. Yeah. 
that were that were hovering around it. Multiple kids said that there were yeah there were smaller ones around it, and that it didn't technically land because they said it never fully touched the ground, but it came down to landing height um, in a field of gum trees about three hundred feet from where they would always play. So, a small humanoid figure about three feet high and clad in a black skin tight jumpsuit um, comes out of the top of the object. Um, and one of the kids said, quote, I could see the little man was dressed in a black shiny suit that he had long black hair and his eyes, which seemed lower on the cheek than our eyes were large and elongated. The mouth was just a slit and ears were hardly discernible. And some people said that he may have had a hood on or something that it wasn't black hair. Some didn't say the black hair thing at all. So that was a, a slight discrepancy between some of that. But I think we've heard I don't that like the, from before. I don't like the jumpsuit idea. That's like, wearing the tight little suit? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like aliens wouldn't wear clothes like we have, you know? Rock out <laughs> the cock out? I don't, no, not even that. I'm just saying, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's like, it's probably a pressure suit. It's probably like to reduce like an inertia suit something yeah, weird something like that like that is your that's your uniform that's your i don't know he's like oh this, this is just fashion like it's just for it's just to look good it's just right. because i love it right yeah that's, that's something we, we would do though you know <laughs> inertia no that's just the brand yeah <laughs> that's how they talk just for the record mm -hmm. so um they said that the suit the other people multiples said it was a shiny tight-fitting suit um <laughs> excuse me a scrawny Symptoms. neck a narrow face thin arms and thin legs um huge eyes like rugby balls um it's a it's not a distant description from a typical gray alien yeah and by rugby balls they mean the shape of rugby balls like the oblong mm -hmm. shape not that they're the size of a rugby ball and you can see by the way there there's if you google um, this encounter or you Google John E. Mack who did all the recordings um, you can see tons and tons of interviews of these kids that were filmed two days after the encounter um, a child psychi psychiatrist sits down and interviews the children like there's no one better who could have interviewed the children yeah, he's not um, leading them he's not baiting them like right. they're just saying what they fucking saw and you can and see him when he's asking questions like he's He's walking this delicate dance of like, what did it, what did it sound like? And he's like trying to get them to say it without him accidentally putting something in their mind. So he sort of mentions like multiple sounds. It could be assuming it probably wasn't one of those sounds. And he's very thoughtfully dis deciding what sounds to mention. And then the child will say, no, it sounded more like this. And then. But he, yeah, he said buzzing or worrying or something, and she said no, it was because she had said the sound bothered him. It sounded like someone was playing a flute, and I was like, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. Fucking X Files noises. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so they said that the another a second entity came down from the craft, and yeah, like Brent said, they were quote bouncing as if he were on the moon, but not quite so much. And one of the kids even said that it was like that he was phasing in and out, that he moved in such a way that he would appear two feet in front of himself, like, like pop, 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 like he was just like popping across. Hmm. And it was a very floaty, bouncy, like shifting movement when he would run around and it was like scurrying through the bushes and around the terrain. And then they said maybe inadvertently he ended up super close to them. Like I watched an interview with a guy um, on Joe Rogan who, who was involved in the newest documentary that's going to come out for this. 
And he said that, that some of the kids were in arm's length from this because the little kids freaked the fuck out, screamed and ran away when the second one came out. Cause like, Oh fuck, yeah. there's a bunch of them. They ran away. Ah, and then like the, the six, the like sixth graders and shit, like the 12 year olds yeah. hung out and stayed. And they, those are the ones that have like this experience of telepathic, like communication. Right. And then one article said that this was similar to a strange encounter that two Finnish lumberjacks had in 1971 with tightly clad spacesuit, three feet aliens, and they called it the Canula humanoid. And they said that the the description of the movement and the being seemed identical to this other UFO encounter that didn't seem identical to anything else. Well, and, the, and these twelve year olds wouldn't have access to that information probably no. either. No, even so you much know. as to say that they said that this particular group of kids didn't have a lot of access to like mainstream media or TV yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that they didn't have. They're some pretty remote. Thing. They didn't yeah. just watch X Files, yeah. and then come to school on Monday and, and fucking make some shit up. Yeah, and all of them, all sixty-two. Yeah, and to have them, sixty-two you know? children in collusion for some type of prank or hoax, there's just no way it's going to stay yeah. together. It'd fall apart. You know, yeah. they're not all going to act right. They're like, oh, Jimmy told us to do it. He said he'd give me a lollipop. It's not like that's not happening. These kids saw something for sure. If yeah. it's mass hysteria, maybe they all got ergot poisoning from some fucking African bread or something. I don't think so. Right. Um, it seems like they legit saw something. I'm just so sad that the fucking no teachers were out there right. to see what the fuck. They probably would have stopped them. It might not have happened. They'd be like, come back here, children, and told them not right. to run right. towards exactly. the flaming orb. I mean, the aliens were probably cruising around looking for poisonous Africa snakes and saw the kids and they were like, that's it. Yeah, you think they're all in a staff meeting? We should fucking go down there. <laughs> That's what it was. Like, this is perfect. Like all the all the adults are inside. We can scare the shit out of these kids. Yeah, they don't abduct them. They're too small. They throw them back. Like big one, the big ones are gone. Mm-hmm. Put on your uh, telepathy glasses. What what should we beep into their brain? I don't know. Some shit about <laughs> the environment or something. Like the power is yours. You know. <laughs> like yeah, Captain <laughs> Planet. He's your hero. <laughs> yeah. Was Captain Planet out in 94? It might be just right. I think it was. I think they were up in orbit watching Captain Planet, and they fucking came down to fucking stealing fucking guns. Like, we want to be relatable. <laughs> Seems like they're really into this whole environment going to shit. Right. So Yeah, uh, first, ep- first episode, uh, 1990, last episode, 96. So, no, yeah. perfect. They were totally Next. There. Yeah. Solved. Yeah. yeah. Um, Could have just been really expensive... Uh, marketing. marketing and he's a gray man in a suit demo. you know what's that uh, he's captain captain planet's gray uh, in a skin tight suit that's true so he might have been wearing true. black that day maybe one of the maybe one of the well one of the uh kids died you know why'd the kid die what that have to do i don't know i'm saying like one of the, <laughs> captain, know, one of the captain planet kids you uh, know one of them died and he was looking for a new him. one yeah i needed a new one they needed oh, heart. that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. they were looking for heart yeah so the Africans, because it was a very diverse um, school, and again, this is, and I don't know this about the school, that it was like a corporate school, but I kind of had that feeling because when you're watching it, you know, in rural Zimbabwe, I didn't expect like 75% of the children being interviewed to be Caucasian. You know, I expected them to be African. and I, Well, they're I, still African, you know what I mean? They're just right, not. But I expected them to be black. Yeah, you there know, you go. And they weren't. They've said it. That might have just been, I don't know shit about Zimbabwe, but it, it just kind of, it made, it made me think of, of those sort of corporate areas where there's a compound. It's in, it's in South Africa, Dave. So that'll give you, that's why 
There's more white people in South Africa. In Zimbabwe. Yeah, Zimbabwe is in South Africa. In Southern Africa. Southern. Yeah, South. Earn. Yeah. <laughs> Earn. <laughs> like, like your grandma on the fireplace. <laughs> so, but the the local Africans the thought that they were the Takalashi. Mm. Um, which are demons that are apparently small and have big heads and they devour children. So that was another reason that all the youngest children ran inside because they thought this was the Takalashi. Well, coming to they're probably them. not wrong. It's probably folklore from the yeah, last time they exactly. fucking came. To be honest, we did take some fucking children. Yeah. There's probably the re- a reason they matched the description. Right. Um, so, and it seemed like the, the, the beings were sort of just like walking about. And some of the descriptions were like, they just kind of were walking. Like they walked up to the kids, but they weren't really walking up to the kids. They were just walking in that direction. And then all of a sudden we're like, Oh shit, kids. I think one of them got back in the vehicle or something only like, like they stood, they like both jumped back, disappeared, but then emerged from behind the vehicle again, I guess. And then just fucking stared at them with their scary fucking giant black eyes. Right. But and that's what all like, the kids just it kept sounded saying. like they didn't like they weren't there for the kids. Like at some point they were, yeah. they were both like, Oh fuck kids. I'm like, hello. Yeah. So, um, all the kids go screaming back to the, to the school. One of the, uh, teachers said that she described it like they were a long, a long screaming snake because they were just running up in a straight line with each other. Um, but they run into the school, but the school is completely vacant because all the teachers are at a faculty meeting. They come across one of the students' mothers who's sell, who's selling like at a little uh, snack shop where candy bars and sodas and that kind of stuff is. And she thinks that they're just being ridiculous and doesn't leave her post as a soda seller. She thought they were trying to get her to walk out into the woods so that all the other kids could steal the sweets. Right. Yeah, I actually saw the interview like with you can like when you watch some of these documentaries, you'll see like that lady. Oh, really? She's like I didn't. I, yeah, like I didn't believe him at first. I thought they were trying to get the sweets. Like the actual teachers and staff, they have all those interviews, and even coming back later, like they talk to some of the people that they're old now. Yeah, and you see, so, like one of the, um, a lot of the teachers that I saw interviewed. They're like, you know, they all come up here talking about aliens and you're just like, yeah, right. You know, something scared them all. I have no idea what it was, but all of them are like, but eventually when you start hearing all of the stories and the consistencies, you kind of start to think what they saw aliens. Yeah. If my (laughs) son came home and he was like, Hey dad, a flying saucer landed at school today and an alien got out. I'd be like, "Uh uh-huh. Like Mm -hmm. did the firefighter like dress up and they came to school and they did a thing. Like, no, no. Like they, I, I believe in aliens and I would be fucking hard pressed to make myself right. believe that I would almost be fucking jealous though. I'd be hating. I'd be like, you fucking saw aliens. I'd be mad. I'd be jealous for sure. Pull your pants down. Yeah. <laughs> Show me your dick. Why Brad? Why <laughs> <laughs> the telepathy thing? So, so what happens here is they, they stare at them with their, what they call horrible eyes or evil eyes. And, um, I like to call them untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of them who went with under the name Elsa, even though it wasn't her name, said that she felt horrible for the rest of the day because because horrific images were like burned into her brain once she looked into the thing's eyes. And huh. she 
just saw the destruction of the earth by like man-made devices. They, they hold a uniform narrative of dystopian future of just like terrible fucking scorched earth, no air trees falling down. Um, the one little blonde girl said like, be careful of our technology um, that we need to like pay attention. That's moving too fast. That type of thing. And they all had, it was all about earth and that we have to be fucking careful. Hmm. I almost feel like that's the, a good supporting argument for the fact that it's just us. But why, yeah. Why do, why do the aliens care? Cause it's us from the future. Well, they might care the same way that fucking Mormons knock on your door. Jehovah witnesses are trying to get you to go to fucking heaven. No, it might be that version. No, that's selfishness. They're doing it because they want to go to heaven. Ah, no, there's only 144,000. They're trying to get you like Jehovah witness. They're going to, you're giving away their no, seat. No, no, no. Cause if they don't do it, that's what they're supposed to do. They didn't have to do it. They wouldn't do it. I don't, I, I'm just trying to think of the mentality. Like it might be the, the, the galactic um, Jehovah witness is what's up. They're just going, trying to save all the planets. I mean, even just like it's some fucking aliens who were passing by. They fucking stopped down because they needed like spider venom for their fuel tank. They see all these fucking kids and they're like, Oh shit. They're the ones that are doing this. And it's like, you know, I'm, Get the engine ready. I'm just. They would. They would have to study. They aliens would have to study the Earth and know, though. Like well, they, they would have to know that they would have been, to know the future. For thousands and thousands. Of years, they they would have to know the future, though. You know what I mean? Well, no, if, if you were in orbit, if you're like some advanced species who has seen a bunch of other species, and you're like, look at all those fucking roads. Look at all these fucking cars. Look at all the shit that's in the like. We scanned the atmosphere. It's getting fucking toxic. Like if like we've seen it happen a hundred times before, like these motherfuckers are going to kill themselves. I can at least warn these kids. And what if they're popping in a nonlinear time? Like, like they're just popping in like that 1950 UFO was the same one yeah, that we just saw just the next make day to them. Because no matter, no matter what we do, the earth is on a cycle, no matter what. And you're going to have another ice age. You're going to have another, yeah, you we know, can fuck it up to a like point. it's going to, it's going it, to, there's a cycle. It's going to keep going. And like, I don't know, like what would be the point? You know, they, they don't live in this, in our universe. You know what I mean? So we don't the understand point? their means. Like, no, I, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm just saying like, it doesn't make sense to me though. Maybe they're super benevolent and like they want, they care. Like maybe they want to, you know, maybe that's what they do. Yeah, maybe they're I'm the caretakers of the universe. Are we like an endangered species? Maybe. I'm like, yeah. at it as a preservation. A much more simple thing than that. It's like, I remember when I was a kid and we were swimming in St. Mary's Lake and we were way the fuck away from where we normally swim. We were kind of by the road. Did you have swim trunks on? I did. Okay. Um, and there was um, <laughs> a storm was moving in, and you could hear the thunder. I like to think of it as a Bruin. There mm. was a Bruin. And we were starting to head back home, so we didn't get caught in a, in a storm. And as we were swimming, like a car pulled up, and I remembered it because it was fucking stranger danger mode. I was like, who the fuck is this motherfucker, and what's he want from us? And he basically got out of the car to just say, Hey, you kids better get out of the lake. I can see lightning in the sky and you need to be out of the lake in case lightning strikes. And then he just got back in his car and fucking drove away. It's like, he's yeah, a, but, but a, knowing a parental, the, knowing the future is a care. whole different thing though. Well, but know? lightning didn't strike the lake that day and he didn't know that he was just like, get the fuck out of here. Lightning is going to strike. You know, all right, let's get back. It's to not the that they know the future, though. You tell your kids to look both ways so they don't get hit by a car. Right. You know, they might not get hit by a car. They're just telling us they know if we keep burning fossil fuels and we keep cutting every fucking tree down on the earth and we keep overfishing the fucking seas, like they watch that all happen. You know what I mean? They're they're here. There's yeah, fucking they USOs, care, UFOs. Though? I don't know. Like I said, maybe maybe it is a preservation thing. They're like, we might as well be on a fucking <laughs> a planetary preservation. They're worried about where the elephants. You know what I mean? Mm. 
I don't know. I don't buy that. You don't buy the the kindness no, of alien no, strangers. No, not even that. I just don't. I just I don't know. I just don't buy that. Like I I don't think it's that. Is that the if, lake you shit in, Dave? Is that like, the one all the fish came? Or is that a different one? Very same lake. Totally the same same lake. lake. Yeah. Someone on live wanted to know if that's the lake yeah, you shit in. Same, same St. Mary, Mary's Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Such a gross story. <laughs> He's not the only one that's shit in that lake. Fuck no, Come I'm on. not. Yeah. I thought about your brother getting shit in his mouth today, too, because uh, Nicole Smith posted that she got shit on and it made a splat noise. And then I was like, but well, nothing's as bad as fucking uh, Dave's brother uh-uh. getting fucking Never. big old shit load in his mouth. Ugh. Blue thunder, baby. Yep. So another 10 year old who was there named Isabel said that um, was talking about how, how frightening he was. He said he was just staring. He was scary. We were trying not to look at him because he was scary. But she said my eyes and feelings went with him. Like implying that even though she didn't want to look at him when he moved, she was like compelled to keep staring in his eyes. What a strange statement. My feelings went with him. Like that's like not something a kid says. It's not even a normal emotional experience. Well, that's not something a kid here says. No, because even then, like the, all the interviews I saw with the kids, they were all saying shit that kids here don't say. Yeah. Like a very different type of English that they were. Yeah. They said, uh, they said the aliens were the size of a grade six. And I was like, well, that's cute. That's a sixth grader. Yeah. But I'm, the whole my feelings went with him. I don't think that's a figure of speech. I think that's a strange emotional experience where like name some time that you looked at something and your feelings went with it and followed it. I don't know. The dying dolphin. You just beach. wouldn't say it here. Yeah, you wouldn't uh, say it. It's not something you would say. Maybe if someone walked by with that experienced that. like, oof. <laughs> your feelings went with it. Mm. Yeah. I don't think that's the same thing. No. Mm-mm. My tooth's coming out right now and my feelings are going with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the... The, the silver ones mm-hmm. that kind of yeah that's the only ones i got feeling or feeling i see yeah, only my feelings only feelings brad has are in his teeth yeah <laughs> pronounced <laughs> pronounced wrong <laughs> <laughs> so um after this message the um that's a i've shirt, got some man. other direct quotes <laughs> and stuff in my notes a little bit later but they send this message and then they get back behind the oval object and then it goes up at an incredible speed, disappears, and that the whole thing lasted about 15 minutes. Um, and uh, one article mentioned, and as soon as they did, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They were like, this is very similar to like what the Mothman allegedly did. Like, God, the Mothman, Mothman the scares Moth- the fuck the out of me. Mothman would like warn people that we're fucking things up for the future, you know? Um, although I guess, yeah, the Indrid cold and all that weird shit, like that was all, there's that one story of the Mothman where the, 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 the mom and the son need to go like lock the fence or whatever they got to fucking do. And they walk out there and turn around and the fucking Mothman is like staring at them in the fucking tree. They freak out the glowing red eyes, run back to their house and it fucking swoops on them, lands on their roof and fucking <laughs> all over the fucking roof while they're in the house. It, fucking terrifying. Pitter patters. And yeah. yeah. And then more than pitter patter, it's like scary fucking giant. Like it's the probably shitter, that crane. Shitter shatter. Shitter shatters. Yeah. Like Dave in a lake. That's yeah. like, <laughs> it shall now be known as Lake Titicaca. Lake shitter shatter. <laughs> um. But anyways, and then in the morning there was fucking footprints and tracks all in the fucking snow all over the roof that they couldn't figure out. That fucking Mothman thing scares the fuck out of me. Mothman and there's a statue of it. That fucking statue is horrifying. It's that fucking so scary. scary. Um, and then one other article that I read did note 
that this is something that does appear in like MUFON research that there are aliens who do have encounters with people who will stare at them in the eye and then they end up having this telepathic realization of the end of the world, you know, and of the apocalypse hmm. and the environmental destruction. And so that is something that's happened outside of these kids. But again, these kids would have had no way to fucking know that, you know, if yeah. I ever have telepathic abilities and if I'm ever an astronaut and I land on the Gray's planet, I'm just going to like lock eyes and show them reruns of fresh prints shit like that i'm going rogue not what they expect because i don't know their future i don't right. know what they're doing wrong or right, right. but i know they might want to like i watch that they might like fresh prints i watched have you, you seen the social dilemma haven't you i didn't watch it i had text it, somebody it gives me like, anxiety i don't want to watch that it. Yeah. shit you texted me Fuck. Is it just yeah, people people brought it up to me i don't it's a documentary yeah. is it a series uh, or like a no like a it's just one it's like an hour and a half yeah. La 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 la. I'm not listening. <laughs> it gives me fucking anxiety. I don't like thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, because they talk about the AI. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's fucking, it's not what you think it is, you know, like, and it's, it's, it's crazy the, the shit that the social media companies are doing to where they know us better than we do, mm-hmm. you know, and it's fucking that whole thing is like the people who made Facebook, Pinterest, fucking Twitter, Reddit, are saying like they've quit working for those companies and they're like, Hey, we've went too far. Right. Like the, the shit that they're doing is, is we've gone too far. No, they, it predicts and your we need rules. Before yeah. You can even well, think it's of not it. even that they, they go as far as like how, how to manipulate right. you into looking at your phone. Yeah. No, you know it I mean? said like, they know, like you. I saw a thing for it was like how much money's in your bank account at this given time. Like how long ago did you check in at this place? Like these yeah. crazy algorithms that are like your emotional state yeah. would be one that you would be susceptible it's to an time, ad yeah, and it, then send you the fucking ad. Like, yep. Oh, this it, motherfucker's sad. It, like he's going to go buy Oreo ice cream right it, now. It times. Yeah. By what you post and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, you post, Oh, sad day. Da, 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 and you're like fucking Oreo ice cream. Fucking <laughs> ad pops up. Cause that's your favorite. And it knows yeah, you, know? you bought it before. And it yeah. Cause you, yeah, you, yep. And, uh, and so, but it, but it, they time how long you look at everything. Yep. No, like I know. Everything I, is timed. I, I, got, I, like, I freaked oh my myself God. out because I have a chat applet thing um, built into my website. So a customer can message me about their computer and I logged into it. And when I, when they log on, I was like, oh, that's fucking crazy. I don't want to know this. I don't want to know it. I'm not even trying to do it. Yeah. And it gives it to me. It's like, oh, they're using Firefox, this version. They're on Windows 7. This is their computer specs. Um, they've been on this page for this fucking long. And I was like, holy shit, they hovered over this link. I'm like, I don't fucking need that yeah. info. I just want to be able to chat to them. Thank you. Why yeah. are you invading their fucking privacy and telling yeah, me all this pretty shit? pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty incredible, though. Like the so I smashed my computer, man. I fucking yeah, kicked it. I, it's inside yeah. the computer. I'm pretty sure that's where it was at. <laughs> I can't be part of the problem. The files right, in I, the yeah. computer. You know, watch, yeah. There's a there's a novel called The Circle, and I know they made a movie out of it as well. But it kind yeah. of was like it's pretty interesting though. It, it it's the makers who fucking made the shit, and now they're going back and saying, hey, like there needs to be some sort of Control. you know limits right. you know what i mean there needs to be guidelines and rules because there are none yeah, you someone know? on live feed said they literally like think about something and it seems like it pops up like, yeah i mean and obviously it can't be doing that but i know that my friend came by the other day and said her daughter was going to do tattoo or something mm-hmm. i said i have a buddy that's a tattoo artist i'll send him a message and find out what kind of stuff you should get and then like fucking right away dude she left i got tattoo ink ads yeah. and i'm just getting tattoo ink ads because yep. because we 
had a small but fucking, it, it goes down it to got the, said once maybe. that's just the advertising so like it goes back to like uh oh you look at this person's posts mm-hmm. more than anybody else's like you spend more seconds on their posts and interact with their posts more than anybody else's so what it'll do is if you haven't been on your phone in a while it'll and you have notifications on obviously it'll be right. like do 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 like oh they made a they, they made a fucking smiley face or they right. fucking did this and it and it picks the people to do that to you cuz it knows that you will interact again, yeah yeah it knows you will interact and i was like holy fuck well they talked about pizzagate mm-hmm. on there and yeah they talked about pizzagate on there and how uh how it got the way it got it's because ai doesn't understand truth or false right it it only understands what the user wants it's false for the record false. it's truth and false <laughs> so it only understands what the user wants so it's not that it's programmed like once they program the algorithm the algorithm builds itself yep like they have no control right. over it anymore which is why every time they let you it's know adaptive. the Google thing go, it turns racist and starts <laughs> cussing and all that shit because that's just what it learns. Well, what it does is if if you're an extreme right person or an extreme left person, you're getting ads like for or or like they use it as a conspiracy theorist. You know, if you're a con- person into conspiracies and you're looking up flat Earth and you're looking up this and that, and they say, whoa. The algorithm says, "Oh, you might also like this," and they give him PizzaGate. Yeah, it's not even and then, that and it's then, evil in doing that; it's just self-perpetuating because it it's just, just it doesn't know. It, it doesn't know that preference. it's wrong. It doesn't know that it's bad. It you could know? be Oreo ice cream. It yeah. just you start looking to be up, a, yeah, you start looking up hate crimes, and it's like, oh, look at this Nazi group, and hey, yeah. and it starts throwing you those things. Yeah, you could be and looking. It up starts propagating it. Crochet and vegan peanut butter cookie recipes, and it's gonna yeah. be like, look at these other peanut butter cookie recipes. Yep. Here's some. Oh, here's a here's a here's a crochet crochet and food group right. that right. you might like, you know? Yep. Yeah. And it doesn't know that they're good or bad or wrong or right. You know what I mean? So it just feeds the information to you. So if you're looking into those things, it just feeds you that information of what you want because it's getting you to look at it. And what's it called again? It's called the social dilemma. I might need to show it. In my- yeah. It, it's pretty crazy. Like it made me think about it. Like I was like, man, like I don't want my kids on this shit now, you know, right. like, and it's pretty, it's pretty insane. And even the creators, like the CEO of Pinterest or the ex CEO of Pinterest, he's like, I made it. And he's like, and I know that it does it, but I still can't control it. Like right. I still, it still does it to me. I know what it's doing it's and it still does it to me. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. You should see this documentary I watched about these uh, kids in Africa. They got, they got had an encounter with aliens. It's pretty interesting. Huh. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So I listen to another podcast after <laughs> the, after the UFOs take off and the kids go in and tell everybody everything, um, word gets out to a woman named Cynthia Hind, who was Africa's foremost UFO researcher. And she heard the case and thought it was compelling enough that she went down there the very next day. Um, but before that even happened, she had published, cause when did this happen? This happened on September 16th. On September 14th, she herself had published an article in um, UFO Afra News, which is the MUFON magazine for Africa. And she was she wrote an article about the fact that for some reason um, there had been crazy lights in the sky all over above Zimbabwe and that um, – People said that it was a, a meteor shower, but that it didn't quite 
sound like it. There were capsule-shaped fireballs uh, flanked by smaller capsules. Um, she said that there were reports of alien sightings. A young boy and his mother reported a daylight uh, sighting, a trucker who saw strange beings on the road at night. So two days before this happened, she just wrote an article about right now shit's flipping out in Zimbabwe. People are seeing things in the sky. People are seeing aliens. And then two days after that goes to print, she ends up um, getting this phone call that this happened. So she ends up flying down there. And I doubt all 60 of those kids sat down and read the fucking UF Afro news. Afro news from MUFON from between when that was uh, and all that that talked about was the lights in the sky. It didn't say anything about the alien encounter. She added that later. She just, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a distribution for the normal population. It's probably no, subscribed to fucking uh, move on after news. No. And it was just an article um, that was uh, about what was appearing in the sky. So even if someone there had read it, it was just all about weird um, lighting and pyrotechnics and, meteors and were they not meteors and that was what the the sum of the article was about but she was already investigating this when this happened so she goes to the aerial school the very next day and she's kind of blown away by the the quality of the interviews and the consistency of the stories and from children from children yeah and she knows that um, she sees the pictures that they drew and she's like oh fuck uh they show her 35 different drawings the the uh, headmaster of the school shows her all these drawings and she's like, God damn, this is like legit. And um, she has her friend who's a BBC reporter come and scan the area with a Geiger counter, but there's no traces of radiation. Um, and again, the headmaster of the school, when she was, when they were talking to Cynthia Hind was like, they all saw something. It was not a fucking alien. They did not see a space alien. I don't know what they saw, but then, you know, cut to him later on and he's like no yeah they i think they saw aliens like I, <laughs> they, they didn't let it up yeah he was, he was one of them that was like of course i dismissed it when i first heard it but once i talked to all 60 of these kids for weeks on end i'm like holy shit like there's no other like they are not lying there's no other conclusion i can come to um so at this point now whether whether it's they saw something now whether it's aliens or not though is the only you know what I mean? Right. And I think the that's the key. Quote. I think they would all say, not necessarily that they were aliens. They saw a UFO. They saw these beings and these beings did something weird when they looked at them. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. One girl said, like, no one said aliens, but they, they did say, like, why are you on Earth? Like, no one ever said alien in their interview. But the one girl did say, I had, he said, why did you think it was strange? She said, because I'd never seen a man like that before. Right. Like, because it was like she didn't quite say like, she didn't want to say it's an alien. She was just like, I didn't know what it was. I bet it's really surreal and crazy. Like imagine actually having the experience. Like, does it look fake? Does it look cost like a costume to you? If you're really the one that sees it or are you just like, Oh, what the fuck? Like if you really saw it, it's probably, you can't believe your own fucking eyes. Right. Well, and if they're in your head too, if they're, if they're, you know, have telepathy, no like, telling what like you're if, thinking, if we left you know? here tonight and in the intersection a fucking glowing chrome orb landed and fucking little dude got out in a black suit asking not to touch the eq like you're gonna see that motherfucker though it seemed uh, and he flo flies away and you're like that definitely wasn't an illusion like yeah. that's not a projection that wasn't a dude from the air force it dressed happened. up in a costume because yeah. his legs and neck won't fucking fit in there we don't have robots that good like what the fuck is that like yeah. it's real right like they, they had to see something real 
There's no mistaking that. For There's no way someone put on a yeah. funny costume because we wouldn't fit inside that suit. Oh, midgets would. No, their neck's all fucking super skinny. You don't their neck's know that. like your wrist. You're, now you're just stereotyping. Yeah. Midgets with them skinny necks. African midgets. Damn. Yeah, you know, yeah. African skinny neck midgets, African yeah. midgets. Yeah. Someone's mad right now. Yeah, that, there is, we're going to get a message from the skinny neck African yeah. midget like, hey. African midgets bastard. got Megamind too. So it looks like they got mm-hmm. the, their, their eyes look lower on their cheeks and everything. A midget Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at this point, Cindy Hind uh, talks to the, the MUFON network and they're like, hey, turns out that Dr. John Mack is coming down. So this guy is, uh, he's won a Pulitzer Prize for his uh, reporting on- Pew, pew, pew. Uh, does, it, does he go into like meetings like with the return of the Mac? Return I of the Mac? So. And- I hope so. But he's a- be awesome. He's a professor at Harvard Medical School, Pulitzer Prize winner for writing about Lawrence of Arabia. And his specialty is children uh, psychiatry. And he just like- he started to investigate UFO stuff, and for the first time in the history of of Harvard's you know career, it, you should clear. It's Harvard, Ohio, though. You have to clarify oh, right, that. Right. Yeah, they basically put the screws to him and started to say, "What are you researching?" Like they 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 suspended his classroom time, and they investigated what he was researching, and they ended up overturning the ruling and reinstated his academic freedom and said, nope, mm. you, you can go, I mean, go research whatever you want to research. If it's fucking space aliens, it's space aliens. So, um, he, uh, he was flying to South Africa, the country of South Africa, because there was a woman, a man, a woman named Credo Mutwa, who was going to be interviewed by Mac because they were raped by a golden-haired, blue-eyed alien female. That sounds hot. So I'm in. I'm into it. Okay. So Mac was already like already had travel plans. Was already on his way to Africa. Now that one's different too. Like getting raped by a <laughs> right well, I mean, uh, never, alien female. Like yeah, that's female. Man. We've never covered the Swedes. I mean, that's probably a Swede, which is the type of the a type of. Alien. Well, we've talked about them, but we never bit, like yeah. did a full coverage. And they're know. not the most you know famous of the of the aliens. But um, so he was already apparently the apparently the women ones are aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> so they already had he already had plans to travel along with his insistent, a woman named Dominique Kalamonpolis. Uh, <laughs> so they were already heading there. And then Cynthia Mack uh, or no, Cindy Hind called him and says, hey, fuck, I don't know where you were going, but right next door is this. And he was like, all right, I'll take a different plane. So they fly down there. So so two days later, like this guy shows up and Hind said, quote, these days were filled, talking about the days that he interviewed the children. Um, these days were filled with exciting revelations for him. John, John was able to get through to parents and teachers and convince them that even if they did not believe the children, it was counterproductive to accuse them of lying. And they talk about the fact that he, because of his specialty, was able to get the children to share with him stuff that they were they were embarrassed or afraid about. Like they, he he even said, like in one of the interviews, like they don't want to tell me these things because they don't want people to think they're crazy. And so I'm trying to walk this delicate dance of getting enough trust to let them know that they're in a safe space and they can tell me exactly what they saw without me accusing them of being crazy. 
And for good reason, because people do think you're crazy. Like he yeah. faces ridicule and has trouble at Harvard because yeah. he fucking even investigated exactly. this shit. Exactly. Well, and and to that, that's also another telltale sign of that these kids really did see something because right. if it was a hoax, they would be wanting to tell. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, yeah. They would be, just be telling anybody who asked trying them. to make you believe it. Yeah. And if it was a hoax and a freaking Harvard shrink is sitting in the room with 60 kids they're not all keeping the hoax up. Ten no. of them are going to fucking... No, he would have got... Fucking probably 50 of them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, but the fact that all of them were consistent with their stories, even years later they were consistent with their stories, everybody's like, what the fuck? So yeah. some, of the, some of the comments that they said in one of the videos, um, the, yeah, he asks one of the girls, was it a buzz or a hum or whatever? And the girl said it was like someone was playing a flute. And like, hmm. huh. <laughs> I tried to picture that. Yeah. Just like one solid note. Like yeah. Like across, a whistle. Like, yeah. Like more like a whistle. Um, they described eyes that were almond shaped with a point that ended mid temple. Um, and one of the girls said they were evil. And he says, why were they evil? She says, because they just kept staring at me as if it wanted to come and take us. And she says, um, why? I think that's also like the facial, you know, well, if you don't that bleed. we have. Well, I'm thinking like if you drew like a, the most simple happy face on a piece of paper, right? You can change the entire mood of it if you gave it a diagonal eyebrow. It'd be like, oh, it's mad or something like mm, that. It's fucking yeah. mad now because it's eyebrows. So just the nature. When you of don't those have eyes, eyebrows and your eyes never blink too, yeah, right. Like that, you know, it's a blank face. Yeah, it's a trust thing. Like we go off of body language, and yeah. so it's like, man, that fucking thing's just staring at me. It should look away it or like me. talk. Yeah. Or at this point, it's awkward. But to have those fucking eyes, it's almost like reptilian, scary. Right. You know, it's some natural primal fear of something that's like predatory would have those type of eyes. You know, like a reptile would have this type yeah. of eyes. And so the angle. Yeah. Everything. And then being angle angled angle. like that gives yeah. that angry thing because uh -huh. of our eyebrows denote if they go angled like that, that we're mad. And one of the so kids I, drew the alien and drew pupils. And he was like, so they had pupils that were that big. And the kid's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's out of habit. And then like filled in the pupils because they were just jet black eyes. Huh. Um, and I think that and, same kid it was actually kind of funny because then at, he was like, so when they got back into the vehicle they were still standing up and the kid got like an embarrassed grin on his face and was like, no, but I don't know how to draw someone sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, you know, but yeah, the, at one point there was uh, in the background, um, which I thought was odd because it's September there. You could hear like the chorus or something at school was practicing a Christmas carol. That's creepy. A Christmas carol to play or an actual Christmas carol, a song. It was, do you see what I see? Oh. <laughs> I'm serious. Dude. <laughs> but when one of the girls was getting interviewed, there was like music in the background. It was just a bunch of children singing. Do like, you what see what I see? That's gonna be that's the outro for yeah. the yeah. clip now. I fucking thought about that with the, the eyes are evil and yeah. the small men are gray. Yeah. They will show a boiling sea. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, Do you see what I see? I thought it was creepy in the first place, but now that I know what the song is, it's a thousand. Times yeah. Weird. Well, that song's creepy anyway. Yeah, it really is. It is. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of the teachers says, I knew they saw something and I knew it wasn't aliens. But the consistence with which they answered the question, I now know it was more than I was willing to believe in the beginning. 
And then she gives like this fucking thousand yard stare smile. Yeah. Like, I saw that interview. Yeah. Me up too. <laughs> smile, you know, but, um, so because of that, it's like, not only are there tons of witnesses, but they're children witnesses and a fucking world expert child psychiatrist lands within two days with a film because they were getting ready to film this woman who got raped by a, by a sweet alien. And he's able to sit down and interview all of these fucking children. And it's just endless footage. Um, that's like a very, very unique thing to the UFO hmm. world. Um, the, in 2004, ironically, Mac was killed by a truck. Uh, oh. I don't know if it was a Mack truck, but he was killed by a truck. Yeah, the dude on uh, Rogan was kind of disrespectful. This guy's name is fucking James Fox. It's like almost Jamie Fox, white dude. But he was like, yeah, like, uh, but Mac looked left when he looked, should look right and got hit by a truck and just like moved on. I was like, man, motherfucker, that dude's like a Harvard fucking yeah. professor. Yeah, like maybe you don't like him. Like, maybe, I guess. Maybe he's probably all salty because there's another documentary from a guy named Randall Nickerson. I think he's helping on that one though. Oh, I think he's involved. He's, I think he's involved in it. Randall Nickerson ended up meeting with his assistant, who you who does interview some of the children as well, Dominique Papadopoulos, and hmm. um, he ended up getting rights to her to include all of the footage because he wants to include, you know, unedited footage of the kids being interviewed in his documentary. And there's a there's a so they killed Mac is what's happening basically, yeah. I did watch a uh, thing and said he uh, he allegedly died. Um, it was an accident, and I was like, "That's funny because he isn't on the UFOs. Like maybe maybe there's something to that. Like maybe that was the snarkiness that I detected. Like that maybe he thought it wasn't an accident that he got hit by a truck. Oh, maybe mm. yeah yeah. But there is an AMA and ask me anything on Reddit. I'll put the link in the show notes with him with just tons of people asking him questions, and it's him and it's a girl named Salma who was one of the children in '94. The AMA was in 2018, so it's pretty recent, um, and it's really thorough. He covers all sorts of topics. He talks about the fact of mass hysteria, which a lot of people want to dismiss this as, and he says, you know, every case of mass hysteria that you look at, if you look at it 20 years later, it's it's falling apart. Like, the stories don't match up. People's minds are backfilling what they didn't really experience, but that they convince themselves they experience, and you start to see the errors you know, especially with it's, it's because it's, it's temporary insanity by nature. Right. It's temporary. Um, so they're having that hysteria right then and seeing whatever they do. And then the hallucinations over and it's like, Oh yeah, that was just, yeah. that was some bullshit. Right. But he's like, now they double down. Like the stories are exactly the same. Like you can see them use the same phrases they said when they were kids in this, in this footage as they do now as adults, um, et cetera. So it's, it's kind of an interesting thing. So then I read another thing that said that there was another school called the Pier House School, which is about 25 miles from Rawa. And it says that 100 children watched a UFO hover and look for a place to land and that um, all the school buses in the district lost use of their radios while this, these things were overhead. Hmm. Um, but that... Uh, they didn't know how to parallel park. They were trying to teach a kid to drive. But no, nothing else came of it. The, the vehicle went away. And I nothing I read about it in two different articles and neither article said when this occurred 
Like I'm so sure though, looking for a place to land, like what did it do? Like it went down and up. It's like, ah, I'm not going to fit in there. It's too tight. I don't want to scratch her. Yeah. Brand yeah, new. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know what that means. It's a strange claim. It must just been the behavior of how it was like. Yeah, you probably interpret it as, oh, it's trying to land. Oh, it can't find um, I mean, maybe it's a fucking thick jungle and it literally couldn't find a spot to land or thick woods or something. That's some secret sex talk you just had there. It was a thick jungle. There was thick woods mm. trying to land. There's all kinds of stuff going on yeah, there, I'm sure. There it goes. Yeah. I do it. So, yeah, I think it's an interesting case. The number of witnesses, the fact that their story doesn't change, the fact that they all got interviewed by a fucking expert, um, you know, a member of Harvard Medical School on film. And, and a MUFON reporter, you know. Yeah, exactly. they, can't be, they can't be trusted. I mean, yeah, yeah. The MUFON reporter to me is the the least trustworthy of these. But without her, Mac never would have gotten there. Yeah, you know, she was she interviewed him day two, and that's I mean day one. I, I mean, would I would think that I would think that the MUFON people believe aliens exist. Not necessarily. And that, a lot of the MUFON people are complete skeptics, and they're going out trying to well prove the that yeah that too. Uh, well, okay, yeah, put it that way. Yeah, so this lady might be a skeptic, but when they hear a case that's actually seems like it can be the most legit out of anything, you know what I mean? They're going right. to go after it. You know what sure. I mean? They're not going to compromise. Sure. They're not going to compromise it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think. So even know. if she's like, whether she is all in or skeptical, when she gets to that school the very next day and hears all those stories and sees those drawings, she had to be like, Holy mother shit. Like this is a case. Like who's the best person I can get? And she calls around on MUFON and they're like, talk to Mac. He's going to South Africa tomorrow. And there it is. Yeah. And, and if you really, you know, if you really wanted to prove that it's wrong, you're going to bring in somebody who's legit. Right. You know, and just, I mean, I, I highly, if, if you're into this story, I highly recommend Googling it and watching some of this raw footage of the interviews, just the way he handles the kids like I don't like I only watched so much of it, but I never felt like he was manipulating them or trying to lead them on with their responses. He was trying to genuinely get them to tell what they shared um, and the hesitancy that these kids have to talk about it like they do. They are embarrassed and they do not want to talk about this. And he's just good enough to, like, get them to talk. You know, you can just see the the, the reluctance. Mm. But. Yeah, it's a crazy case. It's pretty compelling for sure. Like the consistency of the kids' stories, their descriptions, the drawings, um, and just you could just tell, man. Like you can tell when someone's full of shit or something's weird, and just reading those kids, it just feels real. It's really a trip because so it makes me go like, "Fuck!" Is that documentary just in like crowdfunding hell and not getting produced? Or I don't know. On that one, I only watched some of the clips. I didn't finish the whole Rogan episode and it was all over the place talking about disclosure. I guess there's some crazy shit that has to do with one of the COVID laws that passed that there's going to be some type of full alien disclosure in the next 180 days. There's some fucking... I was like, what the fuck? So well, I was trying already, not to get down the, the rabbit hole. In the beginning focused. of the year, the, the Navy released those UFO videos. There's something stuff, else coming know? down the line though. Something yeah. yeah, they like they're, you know, in the wash of all this other thing, the magician look at my left hand while I fuck around with my right hand. Stuff's like happening. Um so but yeah trying to watch some of this UFO stuff and going to like Rogan and UFO that I was I think just if like, they just like hey guys aliens are real. Like okay. Right. Well I mean can I can I go to work and fucking go to the store now? Like, you know, the societal impact though on religion and stuff like the fallout has nothing to do with religion. 
Yeah, people uh, will, man. To you, it doesn't, but it's gonna fuck no, with people. No, there's, there's, there, it doesn't. It it's doesn't tough matter. for people because they're like, "What? Well, I love Jesus, though, and Jesus is the son of God, and how could he be a son of God if there's fucking like a billion other species around every star it's in the fucking God. universe?" It's God. In the Bible, it doesn't say that there's no other species. For like, you, there's no. For you, though, man. But no, like, I don't. People, think I, I'm, I'm not trying to talk shit about religious people, but they, they tend to believe a certain way or a certain thing, and I'm just saying that not everyone's gonna handle that transition well, for I, sure. I don't know. Yeah, but. I blame the Jews. Well, for sure. Well, aren't they all space lizards, yeah. according to David Icke? <laughs> <laughs> and Alex got? Jones, I guess, huh? Is that all? Yeah. So I watched the phenomenon. Um, ah, there's some man that fucking what's that guy's name? Stephen Greer. That guy's weird. He has like fucking psychic seances that make UFOs appear. There's so much weird shit, man. Like you got to fucking get through the chaff of of fucking super crazy. But then I'm like says me you know what i mean like maybe some of this shit's fucking real like if they do telepathy maybe you can fucking sit in a circle out in the fucking desert and a ufo will appear maybe it's some interdimensional thing you're like phasing the fucking channel of earth in so they start to the reception starts to tune in you know like the radio who fucking knows there's so much crazy ufo stuff on the internet that where does the where does my crazy stop versus where your crazy stops right you know are they fucking satanic and they're fucking here to harvest us and like cattle and eat fucking blood and all the governments of the world are fucking feeding them that's where the missing people go like are there lizard people living in fucking caves in mount shasta are there usos and there's giant alien bases under the fucking ocean well, apparently we're gonna find out because yeah, yeah. in that in that new 2.3 trillion dollar covid19 relief bill this is what I was talking about. That's it. Yeah, it says it was handled Sunday. Um, well, probably last Sunday. Uh, it says the uh, an odd item included as a committee comment attached to the Annual Intelligent Authorization Act. It says which was rolled into the five hundred or five thousand five hundred ninety three page bill by order of the Senate. The bill includes language that directs the Director of National Intelligence to submit a report within 180 days of the date of enactment of the act uh, to the Congressional Intelligence and Armed Services Committee on Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. That's a weird thing to throw in to the COVID pack. So it says in plain words, the Pentagon has 180 days to turn over all information it has on UFOs. But to, to who? Turn it over to the President? Intelligence. To the Senate. Where it's yeah. still going to be classified, you know. Yeah, we won't. We're not going to. Yeah, know but why it. even? Why is that publicly stated in some? Why? Why does it matter? Build, a bill like, that passes. Why, that why not just matter? make yeah. that order go down the line and tell fucking General Joe Bob, get me that? How the shit. hell did they get in the COVID nineteen relief bill? There's so much weird like, shit, I know. There, bro. I'm just saying, Can't like, even fucking get into that. ridiculous. Alaskan senator who finally got his fucking bridge built in his county because of the COVID bill. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's just endless, like <laughs> you know, in order like this guy's all like, yeah, I'll vote for it, but I need my fucking bridge. And like, how well, fuck Zimbabwe. Fuck? These Zimbabwe kids got money, yeah, from the COVID bill. That's true. Wow. I think a lot of it is that we have to pay because um, if we don't, China will. <laughs> and it's like you have to keep your fucking friends um, on our side. So we got to deal out like three billion dollars to Egypt or something because. Yeah. You know, you, you have to, because if you don't, they'll, they'll make friends elsewhere. So you got to keep everybody happy. Yeah. Let's we, go to war. I'm ready. And then we pay ready, for Dave. It. Keep Put a laser on your head. All right. Ready for social media winner? Yeah. It's going to be for Patty Larson because Why? she broke her humorous. How the fuck did we not know what that bone was called? No, it's yeah. the, it's your upper femur. <laughs> it's your upper, your arm femur, Brad. Yeah, your arm femur. It's your arm femur. Patty fell off her fucking horse. That's some, some fucking... First world problems. Nah, she didn't fall off her horse. 
she felt her horse knocked her down <laughs> from behind her her hammock as she tried to hold her herself under horse up. hammock broke yeah she <laughs> she tried to hold herself up you know yeah it was doing horsey it's style way, it's just a negative way to do it she didn't fall off her horse she fell on to the ground yeah she tripped and fell on its dick. I yeah. just put it that way. His and name then, was Carl. I yeah. saw that. Yeah. And then and then she fell over and the the thrust broke her arm. But yeah, if you're if you're friends with Patty, go check out her Instagram and it's fucking her arm is broken the in half. The good news is it was a clean break. Mm-hmm. That's just a broken half for sure. But we're mm-hmm. gonna send her a sticker pack um from printer cheap so that they don't can, make they don't make band-aids that big yeah you can yeah hopefully that'll hold it together yeah i didn't yeah. see a cast she's got some staples and shit she mm-hmm. could hide it with some stickers or something yeah. so we're gonna send that out i'm guessing it could be some sort of because they don't put the cast on until the swelling goes yeah probably yeah. they got to take the fucking staples and shit out too they'll, they'll fester well you don't need a cast when it gets plated yeah maybe she's got a fucking bionic arm in there she yeah got, her new got, her new nickname is two bones <laughs> adamantium yeah, yeah. All right. Um, also, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com. Check out other p- cool podcasts like Robots for Eyes and Ectoplasm Podcast. I know you had mentioned, I think last week, the rock and roll beer guy. Mm-hmm. Man, I got jealous. That fool, uh, Rick Thorne Dude, he commented gets, he on gets, one of it. Sounds like Rick Thorne, man. He's like, a, he, that's that awesome. guy runs in circles, yeah. man. He's got a bunch of fucking big guests. He just knows people. He hangs out at the comedy stories, friends with Joey Diaz. Um, so he gets some really cool guests on there. He's in a yeah. good position to get cool. a lot get of on cool him. guests. Get yeah. on him. Um, so yeah, check out rock and roll beer guide too over at potbelly.com. Um, also thank you to El Yucateco hot sauce. That is our primary sponsor. It's nutritious. It's delicious. Put it in your mouth hole. Um, go over to social media, make a genuine comment. Don't just hash, hashtag sofa king podcast or at us. Um, definitely do it at the end of that genuine comment. You know, go say that that looks delicious and you want some and you buy some and that greens your favorite or whatever you got. And well, then you can hashtag us. But uh, go comment on our behalf, but say something nice, make them look good. Can, it, then, can we do a shirt once you go black, you don't go back, and then have El Cateco on the yeah. back? And that's, we're still, <laughs> Dave, we're, hell yeah. We're still supposed to do a collaboration. That would be funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'd be down for that because it's borderline, but I want one that says, uh, the, only feelings I ha- the only feelings I have around my teeth, Brad Taylor, just a fucking quote. It's the only feelings I have. The only feelings? Yeah. Uh, it's feelings. Huh. Feelings, feelings. The only feelings I have are in my. Team. I know, but if you say feelings, you know, feelings to fuck it up even worse. Don't fuck with my feelings. Yeah, hurting my feelings. And I don't Bring think it. you're envisioning the t-shirt properly. My feelings, Brad, because How? you think that you said that they might say no to the t-shirt because it might be borderline. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's no borderline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this shirt, this shirt in all of its glory. That you, there won't be a borderline. It's going to be over the line. Yeah. That's can the only like, thing I do over the line. It's the only way to go. Can it be uh, that big black dude, Terry, fucking holding the bottle too? Like the guy from old, uh, the Old Spice dude? What's the buff dude, Terry dude's name? Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Can it be yeah. Terry Crews holding the bottle? That's fine. So it just insinuates. He's just yeah, smiling yeah. innocently. Yeah. Yep. We, we got to get him on board. Yeah. Probably be cheaper to get the other Old Spice guy who's like the horse guy. Nah, we need Terry Crews. Let's get one of our listeners, you know, like Walter Bailey. Who? Walter Bailey. Who's that? That's my, my token guy? black friend, bro. You don't even know about it. It's my other, because Dave, he's, let's be honest, he's half black. Right. You know what I mean? And Walter was there, and I was like, yo, bro, if you're willing to hang out, we'll do this. It's way harder I, to I be half claim. black than it is to be all black. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. How yeah, would you know, Dave? Don't like How would you, whites know? don't like you. It's That's terrible. True. You get the hate yeah. from both sides. You just, yeah, but it ain't helping me on my token huh. in any way. Yeah. 
It just lets him say shit on the show, and I'm still gonna get in trouble. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just scared all the time. I Dave just said the. I can, Dave said, "Nigga, I'm scared." I can still fulfill 100 <laughs> percent uh, token requirements. It's just that you can't hand out tokens. <laughs> you can't I, hand I, out I, tokens. Show is, 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 hey, Chuck E. Cheese, bitch! <laughs> you can't hand out racial tokens. <laughs> I want to know: Is there a rule book somewhere, Dave? Yes. I need to know. That's the whitest shit I ever said. Is, is, is there a black rule book? Just like the <laughs> rule book for the newly dead in Beetlejuice. Like, mm-hmm. you have a book. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah. It's one of the tier manuals. Yeah. All right. On that note, um, go to elliotteco.com. There's a gear store. You can buy sauce there. If you're having trouble finding it in your area, you're not trying hard enough. Somebody will trade you. Somebody will mail it to you. It's on Amazon. It's on eBay. It's at mexgrocer.co.uk. You can get it all over the place. Um, and if you see it in the wild, take a picture, post it, tag us, tag Teco. Every week, uh, we give away a hot sack prize. Um, we post on Friday, and we ask that you interact can, with that. Can the shirt say, I left my husband for something black and spicy? <laughs> Is that? <laughs> I mean, start writing shit down, bro. Here's a pen. I don't need. I just got off. You're not keep going. That. I guess I it's documented. Going. We have it here now. That's right. We'd have to go back and find it. That's right. At, a, at well, one hour, it down twenty-four when it's minutes recorded. and eighteen seconds, we'll find it. I'm going to say this about El Yucateco. If you've been wanting to try it and you can't find it, you're either stupid or lazy, <laughs> or or fat and lazy, or stupid, fat and lazy. I don't know. Or fucking fat, fat, lazy fuck. <laughs> but you're, you're fucking, lazy. or you're it's a piece of shit. Or you might be a piece of shit. Yeah, you'd be poor. No, you can find it. You just can't afford it. That's, yeah, that's different. If you can't even, if you can't, where shipping is going to cost eight billion dollar yeah. dues. That I mean, they could be blind. That's I mean. Mm-hmm. So you're either you're either lazy, stupid, or poor. If you can't, yeah. if you can't get El Cuteco in your mouth, or blind. And if that's the case, message us. Blind people don't have mouths. Do. Yeah, if you're blind, just... Well, you won't, you won't be to, and you won't be able to message us. Let's be honest. Yeah. You're stupid. Yeah. We don't read Braille. Yeah, you can't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the stupid Are you people. dinging the bell on that, Brad? That's fucked up, bro. That wasn't me. I, everybody knows my bell is a fight bell. Prove it, bro. Oh, now you're dinging the bell. Now I can edit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, oh, you can take, go check it out. Also, go to printercheap.com and order printed goods. Uh, use code Sofaking Podcast. And Jimmy D's Tees is also one of our sponsors. You can go to his website and buy all kinds of cool shirts. Um, actually, got a shirt for you upstairs, Brad. Remind me. Yours is here too, Dave, but you're not here. Um, but we got some of those new shirts um, from Jimmy. He sent Thank them. You, and then he made them special for us. Um, they got, got like special ink, like actual plastisol, because the other ones are discharge oh. ink on soft shirts. But he oh. knew that I was I don't like I like thick shirts, and mm. I cannot lie. Yeah. And so other brothers can't other deny. Brothers can't deny. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So we got the shirts up there. You can get one too, or we can get some other shirt. Not that one. It was limited. and It's over. You fucking yeah. snooze. You lose. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Super cool. Actually. Go check it out. Uh, Jimmy D's tees. Like them on social media, and also check out SKR Apparel. Uh, S-U-I-K-E-R apparel.com. Check out Retro Vague. Check out Mindframe Podcast. Um, dropped all kinds of episodes for Christmas. Oh. Uh, interludes, Parts 1, Part 2, Chapter 11 came out today. Um, so go check that out. Um, Brewing the 99 Podcast. Do you get back up and running? Hmm. Do you get back up and running with the website? Hmm. No? We're fucking, I've been busy. I'm, we keep getting I didn't even do an episode. Hack I'm attack. In, They're trying to Alex Jones yeah. us, man. We keep getting yeah. fucking yeah. taken Government. down. Yeah, it's the second time in like fucking two weeks we got yeah. taken down again. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. They're after us, speaking yeah. the truth about lizard people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that's yeah. all I got. What do you got? Uh, we have a Skull Member of the Month, new Skull Member of the Month, and the new Skull Member of the Month, um, I I didn't agree, but, you know, it's two against one. So it's RDJ Allen. 
or the stupid, fat, bald, blind fuck that can't find Ellie Kateko. I like to call him that. That doesn't describe him at all. Are you sure? No, he's intelligent. A different guy? He's slim. He's got you're, a full head of hair. You're lying. No, good, good looking dude. Yeah. Handsome guy. Eating a lot of Ellie Kateko. I'd show you pics, but I don't have his permission. Hmm. Yeah. I don't believe any of you. No, he's a good looking dude. Yeah. For sure. I, I I'm throwing Brad off. He's like, that was my whole game. That was my whole thing. I was just talking shit about me. <laughs> no, that's fine. No. You guys want to say nice things all of a sudden, Brent? <laughs> I, I still don't know which one's right. Is it all of a sudden or the sudden? It's all of a sudden. Which all one? All of a sudden. We looked it up. Which one? All say of a sudden. Okay. I don't believe you. You're telling me wrong just to fucking lead me down the path. Well, you're telling me wrong about Artie. We looked it up a long time ago, and it basically said most people in America... Say all of a sudden, but that mm-hmm. there's a large group that says all of the sudden, and, it's, mm-hmm. it's and they also say f- uh, frustrated too. Right. But they said <laughs> so, they, yeah. they consider all of a or the sudden to be a regional dialectical issue, and mm. neither of them is correct or incorrect yeah. grammatically. Oh, there you go. Or linguistically, well, it's yeah. Different. Well, uh, definitely isn't. I don't think anyone's saying all well, of the uh sudden. Like they're not saying all of uh sudden, a sudden, a sudden, all of a sudden. Yeah, thus it sounds better. I don't know. It just no, it feels doesn't. natural. It sounds terrible. I don't it sounds so. terrible. Mm. Just like I, I don't understand why Artie's mom gave him a dog's name. Well, you know what? Because the dog died. It, she was having separation anxiety. She was, I, she was if missing him. Out, if, if I went outside and suddenly came running back inside and you were like, and there's a weird look on my face and you're like, what just happened? And I said, all of a sudden the fucking wind blew my car over. I wouldn't say all, like, you know, a sudden wind blew my car over. You wouldn't say the sudden wind blew your car over. You could though. You, would, <laughs> you wouldn't. You could though. You wouldn't. I mean, would that, would that be gra- grammatically incorrect uh, to say? That would the sudden. What if you said the the? Yeah, you can describe it. It's just yeah, descriptive term. Do that because that implies that there was also a non-sudden wind involved in the same conversation. Yeah, the sudden wind, not the. Un- no, you could say the, the cold wind. breeze. This doesn't imply that there was a non-cold breeze as well. You would still say the cold breeze blew through my house. That's not. That's different though. No, that's that's saying that descriptive term would denote that the opposite also existed. And I'm not saying that. You're just saying. Like if the cold breeze blew through your house, I'm not saying there also had to be a hot breeze. You know what I mean? I don't, I deny that argument all of a sudden. Another argument is if you say it, you're a dumbass. <laughs> I mean, I'm arguing an English professor and published author, but I feel pretty confident still that yeah. it's fine. I think it's okay. It up a long time ago. It's really- the, the one thing I mess up on that, that we get in trouble is set or sat. Like I sat down or I sat down, like I set that on the counter or I sat that on the counter. That's the other fuck up that I have. I still don't understand which one's right or wrong. Hmm. You know, Dave, set or sat? Um, well, you didn't sat something on the counter. It would be based. I don't think I say that. I think I set it on the counter, and people are saying that sat is the correct one. I think based on no present it's or past present or past tense. Yeah, you're not going to. I'm just sat implying I'm doing it right now. You're going to say sat implying I've already. Yeah. Done it. Mm, I don't know. Letters are hard, Dave. Yeah, I sat it over there earlier. <laughs> Alphabeticals. No. I had sat it down. What happened to Artie? We lost sight. So did he. He's yeah. blind. Yeah. <laughs> blind, fat, stupid. <laughs> Add that to his yeah. <laughs> descriptive, <laughs> descriptive terms. Yeah. All, all of a sudden, he's blind. Apparently, he looks good, though. Yeah. 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 He's a fine young gentleman. Yeah, he is. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. 
A little bit of homo. I was going to say no homo, but that'd be a lie. No. A little bit. We're all 10% homo. Yeah. 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 Dave loves it when I do that. <laughs> what else you got? That's it. That's it? Yeah. Get some Spotify uh, shit and all that. Reddit. Some Reddits. Good. Oh, the new Spotify. I got to make the new Spotify. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to our forward slash Sofa King podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at Sofa King podcast, personal Instagrams. I'm at raised with wolves. We have Sofa King, Brent and Sofa King, Dave. Also check out Ellie Kateko underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's teas and pod belly. Um, yeah, uh, I guess it's going to be the Spotify playlist will be on Spotify, Sofa King podcast, and it'll be the 2021 playlist. Uh, starting fresh and, uh, maybe we'll do all metal songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that <laughs> bullshit. Let's just be one Rage Against the Machine song. My son loves Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> just the same song every time. Yeah, yeah. Bulls on Parade. Yeah. Yeah. Bow wow, wacka wacka. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what else? Mm-hmm. Patreon, patreon.com black slash Sofa King podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. Don't be retarded. Finna start dealing. Fuck that, I got cousins on crap. I'm finna start stealing. Working hard, hard work, didn't bear fruit. I need to start pillin'. Yeah. Defense stats going up. What the fuck is off? I need a hard million. It all started with the sidekicks. You know the swipe flick. I was snagging them fools. Upgraded to the iPods, chemist tripods. I was grabbing them too. Yeah. On the train, irritated cause my mama gone in jail. I'm mad as a mule. Two coming out the cage. That Louis look great. Let's see what that pattern would do. Running in the Macy's, grabbing a few. A few grabs, I'll be back with the loot. Taught niggas how to steal for real, so I got Bash, they got bash with them too. Fucking hoes when my brother's going in their purse. The niggas was acting the fool. Don't inquire with me on what happened with you, bitches. Bring me some food in the magnum too. I'm fiending. I need Henny to drown my demons. And the pussy to crown my penis. Need a lifeline, bitch, called Regis. Suck dry from all these leeches and these leases. I'm freezing. Got a stove, nigga need heating. Low top black ones need creases. I need it, bitch, I'm greedy. Both without pockets hurt, yeah. no common sense And a lot of nerve waiting on the whites to get off of work Fire. Don't tan is stupid, just minding his own At first was thinking he was not one Then he walked past with iPad and iPhone Yeah, nigga, we got one yes. I reached for the court, he turned around and seen two demons not playing with him He tried to run, Skylar gave him a trip And his lanky ass had his face in the fence My mama doing time, I help with the kids Skylar mama blind, he help with the rent They moving us out and they moving them in So we still in the place they're developing And I'm fiending, I need Henny to drown my demons and the pussy to crown my penis Need a lifeline, bitch, called Regis Suck dry from all these leeches And these leases, I'm freezing Got a stove, nigga need heating Low top black ones need creases I need it, bitch, I'm greedy